Welcome back to Smoking from the Sidelines. We're here to run down the latest news of MMA that's happening throughout the, throughout the week. I'm here with your boy Kenny, the co-host. We're here I to like sit that. down, co-host. run it down. That yeah. pretty nice. I got my man Alexis <laughs> behind the camera. We're set, We're trying out this new setup, so hopefully you guys like it. It's a little bit different. I'm over here already sweating up a storm because we had to move some couches and shit. Did some manual labor in the beginning of the day, you know what I'm saying? Get these games. And now we're uh, chilling back with some chelas. So I'll let you, you know kick it off, Kenny. Shit. Last night we had what? Marina had Rodriguez a, versus uh We had a Mother's Day special. We had a Mother's oh, yeah. Day special uh, event last night. Sweating a storm over. Maybe that's why they gave uh, Michelle Watterson the, the main event. You know, like, oh, it's Mother's Day, you know, let's say we got you, Captain Mother. <laughs> but like, let's capitalize on this shit. <laughs> but um, I mean, not not a bad main event. Not the main event that we were supposed to get, but um, not a bad one. That's happened so many times lately, though. Uh, it's COVID, man. What do you, what can you say? I mean, actually, the main event fell out. Not even for COVID. It was because uh, or Dillashaw. the co-main either. Yeah, the, the co- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a lot of fights oh actually God. didn't fall out because of COVID. It was like, it was only one fight that fell out because of COVID. And it was so one a, fight, yeah, one fight fell out because of COVID. Another one fell out because of the weight cut. He had a really bad weight cut. Oh yeah, dude was like, you see him on much, the scales? Yeah, dude, he was passing out on the scale. It looked like, it was all, bro, he, that's that's I scary. Felt bad. I felt and bad. still was really what like three pounds off, three and a half pounds off. Like, damn. And he wasn't the only bad mate weight miss this week, too. Diego Fajeda missed weight. I mean, give granted that he didn't come out like looking like a fucking skeleton like that, like trying to make the weight and stuff. But he missed by like like seven plus pounds, I think. Bro. No way. He was 160 plus. Damn, I missed the weigh-ins. I don't even. Yeah, he was 160 plus going in fucking heavy as shit. I was like, damn, like, are you okay, Diego? Like, why are you going to come in so heavy against Gregor? But it didn't look like, I don't know. We'll just kick it off with Marina Rodriguez versus Michelle Watterson. What'd you think about the event, bro? What'd you think about the main event? Um, I mean, it looked like uh, it was just a, a, a striking takeover from Marina. I mean, she was just in her face all night. Michelle was doing pretty good about, you know, moving around and her head movement and just trying to keep her at the end of her kicks, you know, but Marina was just in her face and just, she was hitting her with some good shots. It looked like at some point she might have been able to finish uh, Michelle Watterson, but yeah. Um, Watterson just being a veteran, just digging deep and fighting the whole fight out. I thought it was pretty impressive. I thought she won one round, um, and I think it was the round. I think she had her hurt with that head kick, and it made her jaw like kind of swell up. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I thought that round might have been the round that it could could see a turn. I, I want to say it was the third round, and um, yeah, I think Marina just was our. I think she had a lead too early, and you know, I, I Michelle was. And when's it gonna come back from, you know, from that? But it wasn't like a dominant, like oh damn, Marina just went out there and sh- just dominated her from pillar to post. And nah, I think it was it was back and forth. It was a good fight. It was entertaining for sure. I, I wasn't I wasn't mad at it. So was it was it the greatest main, yeah. main event? But I was about to say if it was up to me, I would say I would call it a complete domination. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but honestly though, um, Marina looked really good for being someone that's like. I would say the round that I gave Michelle was the one that she took her down. She got mm. that takedown on her and landed that because that was a big moment for Michelle. And like I felt like that's a way to beat Marina Rodriguez is to get her down on the ground and not let her use her biggest weapon, which is her striking. Like she has that ability to like, like she has heavy hands. Honestly, like everything she landed looked like it was heavy. Yeah, like straight. Everything's just like boop, boop, boom, boop. like such good technique and like. Watterson, I give her all the credit, though, because she's, like you said, a vet, and she's always able to, like, stay in the fights no matter how hard it gets, you know, like, against, like, tough opponents, too. And some of the kicks she was throwing up, like, karate hottie, like, you really got those skills with the legs, like, because she just, I remember she did a switch kick once, so she, like, hit her to the body once, I think, and then went right after with the one to the top. And I was like, what the fuck? That was so fast. It was nice, yeah. She hit her with, like, an outside calf kick or a leg kick, and then right after hit her with a uh, head kick and everything. It just slapped her a little bit in the face, but it was it was just like the technique was like, oh wow, that was crisp and and fast. Like she got her both her legs at different parts of her body, at, you know, at just within a switch of a button, yeah, like quick, that, honestly. Bro. Do you think she's able to get like a lot of power when she does stuff behind like like that? I feel like you do. I don't know. I don't. I feel like you don't. Not think, as much. Not the second kick, at least. I think with 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 stuff like that, it's more like wearing, and you're kind of mm-hmm. just starting to like. Touch you know, him. it's like they say, yeah, just touch them up, touch them up. Eventually, yes. one's going to hurt them to where... Touch them up university. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you know Jamal Hill? Jamal Hill, Touch Em Up University. That's what he always says. He's like, I'm going to take these motherfuckers to Touch Em Up University. I feel you know like that's, a, that's like a style that was Max Holloway, too, because Max doesn't have like a lot of power. Yeah. He, he has like a lot of volume, a lot of... All right, volume. so real quick, though, we're smoking from the sidelines, so if you don't, if you have a joint with you or a blunt with you or anything, spark that shit up and get yes, it going with us. So. Allegedly. 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 Well, <laughs> not really. This is actually marijuana. We're in California, so this is it's fine. It ain't no problem. But... Marina Rodriguez, honestly, no I want to see her go on to, like, fight somebody that's, like, in the rankings, well, like, higher in the rankings now, because, I mean, Waterston's a big win. That's, she's, I don't want to say she's the gatekeeper, but she's someone that's, oh, like, yeah, sure. not able to get to the top <laughs> level. Yeah, but she's, she's able gatekeeper. to, like, knock down the girls that are, like, just there, you know, that that need to get their shit a little bit more together to get to the title shot and stuff. I mean, Waterston's not an easy fight for anyone. Just nah. her movement and her style is just, it's hard to figure out and hard to implement your game you know and marina just implementing her game you know i think maybe if michelle used her wrestling a little bit more maybe she would have um won a couple more rounds or maybe even won the fight you know uh, <laughs> all right yeah i mean other than that i don't know so i was thinking about the co-main event right so co-main event for this event was donald Cerrone versus um alexis Morano. Ale- alex Morano. alex Morano. Uh, late replacement for Diego Sanchez, who was supposed to be the original co-main event. So, do you want to touch on you, that a little well, bit real quick? I, I'm pretty sure everybody knows. Didn't we touch on it last week? Did we? Did we yeah. talk about it? Oh, yeah. yeah, we talked about it last week, So, right? you guys know, if you yeah. guys, I mean, more stuff is starting to develop, and more stuff is coming out uh, on social media. Like, okay, like, <laughs> last week, there was, there <laughs> the was a video. training video. Oh there was a training God. video that came out that uh, <laughs> was... Or unorthodox to say the least, you know. <laughs> the article I, I read said Diego Sanchez odd training video. You must watch it to believe it, you know. And I was like, that's exactly how I'd explain it. Like you, you have to watch it to believe just what, a, what's happening here. Just a little thumbnail was sent me, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck's going on here? I didn't, I didn't even believe it was Diego at first. I was like, the slapping thing. He's okay, all using yeah. him as a speed bag. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So pretty much Diego's hanging upside down like Spider Man. Oh my know? god. And Joshua Fab- Fabia, Fabia, whatever, is literally just jabbing his head, bro. Like, like if he's a speed bag, yeah, just bink, bink. Just like getting him in the head. And then, even a head kick. And maybe laugh because it was like, like, you just hear like, <laughs> his head and shit, like, oh, man. He just starts hitting him with body kicks, head kicks. And I'm like, you're over here advocating for his health, but look at the way you're training, bro. That can't be. Some of them look pretty <laughs> stiff, too. Like, bro, I don't like know why. Lightly touching them. All that stuff was just so ridiculous. Like, like there's the one even, too, where, like, after he does that, like, he gets in the ring and, like, he's chasing him around with, like, a fucking uh, black belt. And he's just, like, whipping it to him. And he's just, like, whipping it to him. And he's, like, he's, like, counter when you feel it. Like, counter. And then Diego's, like, you know, like, like, like all kind of just, like, lost and shit. Just, like, ah, you know, like, throwing random strikes. Almost hits the cameraman at one point. Bro, it's just wild to me <laughs> that he went from a high-level gym, you know, MMA yeah, gym, where they sure. specialize in what he does, you know. And, and then... He just was like, you know what? You guys aren't cutting it for me. Let me go with this, this freelance uh, MMA instruction. Because <laughs> like, I mean, even his this the MMA school is school of self awareness. Like, I don't know. It's a but fucking joke. Anyway, so Donald Cerrone got this late replacement, Alex Morono, and Alex Morono is just this. Guy that's kind of lingering at 170, you know, he's not a huge name. He doesn't show anything flashy, but he just... Throws, I mean, shit. Throws heavy, loopy punches, you know? Let's be honest. I know Kenny doesn't... He's not a big fan of Anthony Pettis. And Anthony F- Pettis finished this guy on his last fight in the UFC. So, I mean, I feel like even that says a lot. Because, like, Cowboy, like, he, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like he's just at that age that, like, these next couple fights that we see him in are going to be his last set of fights. I think his chin's gone, bro. It, yeah, like because every time he gets rocked, right? He he lost this fight in the first round, standing TKO. Yeah. He's pretty much out on his feet. I mean, he shells up like he always does and just he shelled up and wasn't throwing anything back and was just getting cracked, you know? And and it wasn't just like, okay, one punch, okay, shit, he's out. No, it was like it was like three or four right hands yeah. that landed before um, Mark Goddard stepped in and was like, you know what? You're not fighting back. You're just out here eating right hands, you know, and and there's stupid loopy right hands, bro. Like, come on, like Donald is way more 
experienced in that. And he talked a lot about head movement too, didn't he? Like when he did, camp and he didn't look like he had any of it. I mean, he was even in like the interviews and punches, shit. if anything, you know? yeah, he was like in the interviews. He's like, yeah, I have to. I really have to move my head because you guys know you guys have seen my fights. I don't move my head a lot, you know. And like he acknowledged that, like, so I thought he was gonna go out there and you know try to actively like get a little bit better with that. And you know, like he has like a whole training camp that's like, well, I would consider the camp based around him. You know, like he has a lot of good fights that fighters that go to his gym to go train with him. Like, Yair Rodriguez was one of his biggest training partners for this camp, which I was like, man, like Yair's a fucking killer, like, and he's a striker. Like, how are you not gonna have your your game like cleaned up? You know, but. That lazy motherfucker needs to come back and fight, yeah. man. Yeah, he yeah, really does. Stop ducking right Isada no. and fucking fight, bro. Well, I don't know. because he, <laughs> uh, like he, he had an interview the other day, and he was saying, like, I want to get a fight. Like, I want to come back pretty soon. And I'm like, well, like, I was saying, like, aren't you suspended? Like, when are you supposed to come back? But, it, I mean, even then, all right, so let's go with the Cerrone thing. Like, like, do you think the next fight will be his last fight, or do you think he has more fights to go in the UFC? I think... Dana gets to a point with certain fighters, especially veterans, that start to take a lot too much damage. And they're like, you know what? Even though you That's say you're not done, I'm. we're going to be done with you. For, That's a great point. Because what, you want to have another uh, a case like Diego Sanchez, you know, like, and maybe even have a legit one. I'm not trying to say, oh, okay, well, maybe I am discrediting his, his reasoning a little Blessed bit. But the, maybe there yeah. is something wrong with Diego Sanchez, you know, and it's... Yeah. And it, this guy just came in at a at a at a point where he was really vulnerable and really like at a point where he'd believe anything and because maybe he's just like lacking cognitive uh, sense or I don't know. Dude. I really like, feel like that's a culmination of things though. Like like it really is a culmination of things. Right? Like like not just Diego lacking that mental composure, but also what he was dealing with in his regular life. Because did you guys see that interview during the week with Anthony Smith? No, but I know I know a little it bit of a, a, his history with uh, per, uh, uh, what he was going through in the past, like his wife, too. Right, and stuff. yeah, losing his uh, losing his pretty much custody of his kid, and then yeah, yeah lo- you know, losing his marriage essentially. And it could be, you know, maybe things that he was doing, you know, maybe his health it was taken uh, like his mental health was. Being, was well, yeah, he was like, like he was affected. like I was really affected because I was going through a divorce, having all this stuff with my family, like. Wanting to leave my gym, feeling like they weren't looking at me as well. And then going on to, like, like I was really in a bad place, he said, you know. And then he was like, I found uh, Joshua Fabia, who kind of helped me out a lot, like, emotionally, you know. Like, like, he really got me there, you know. And, like, the interview during the week when he went to the, he was on Fight Nation. If you guys want to go check it out, go to Fight Nation on YouTube. Um, Anthony Smith did the interview alongside with someone else. someone else, And so it's on SiriusXM, right? And you know SiriusXM. SiriusXM is a radio show, so they have... They have times where they need to run a commercial. They can't go past it. Like, they need to run the commercial. So sometimes what they'll do in the radio industry is they'll put it aside. So they'll they'll postpone one of the commercials, and then when it, the next one comes around, they'll make it twice as long. You know what I mean? They'll just, like, fill the space. So they pushed away, like, three for, for Diego. Oh, and so he went, like, 40 minutes. And, like, in the ending of the interview, like, like he's defending himself, but he's not letting them talk at all, like, say any points. when they Whenever they try to say a point and kind of give a counter to it, it gets loud and kind of gets, like, a little bit angry and, like, irritated. And so, like, like they're just kind of trying to, like, navigate the space and kind of just talk to him well, you know. And, like, like Anthony Smith did a really good job with that, too. And, like, they asked him some good questions, but mostly he was just there to, to give his points. And, like, like kind of defensive. Yeah, right? super defensive. And even when, like, the finishing, like, they had to cut him off. They literally had to cut him off because every time... The guy was trying to close out the show. He'd be like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. And the guy would be like, dude, I can't, like, like the show's going to cut off. I don't want you to get cut off like that. Like, please. And then, like, Diego just keeps going on the rat, and the guy's like, like, you can see the frustration in the guy's face, like, like, fuck. Well, thank you guys for listening to Fight Nation. Like, we're out, you know, like, kind of just closing off and stuff. And, like, that just, like, it, it makes me sad that, like, even now, like, man, like, you're facing, like, not just... Not just people that you used to admire, like people that you work around, like your peers and stuff. Not only are they seeing that this guy's fucked up, like, like thousands of other people are seeing it, and like they're contacting you, you know. And like, I'm wondering if he's getting any kind of support, like someone he loves. That's like, oh yeah, like Josh was a good guy, like trust him, you know, because he said my mom really likes him and stuff. So like, I don't know, not to get too off track with all that shit, but yeah, like, it feels just like, like he's almost like a cult leader. Well, okay. with that he's, being said. Uh, UFC needs to cut their losses now and release Donald Cerrone before, you know, because I mean, now it's just, they're just, 
pushing his name, you know, old name that's like has not much value anymore other than nostalgic value, you know. Like he was on a cool run a year and a half ago beating these guys like on short notice and taking all these fights and and I, I don't I, I just don't think he has it in him anymore, you know. Cuz yeah. I mean, look at uh who was it? Uh BJ Penn, you know, that you just after a while it was like tired of seeing him go out there and get his ass whooped, you know, and you're like, but you know what? Enough's enough sometimes. And sometimes there's people who have to tell you it's enough before, because, you know, he's a fighter. He's going to be like, nah, he's hard headed. And he's like, I'm not done. I'm not done. He even said after he lost, it's I'm heartbroken, but I can't end my, my legacy like that, you know, and it's, but you know what I'll give him, I'll give Cerrone the fact that he's very cognizant. Like as far as like his daily life, like, the way he talks to people, the interviews and stuff, he seems very, like, he's still there, you know? And BJ and Diego, they're both people that, like, like, Diego's interviews have always just, they just been out of pocket as soon as he got with Joshua Fabia. And then BJ Penn was having those issues with, like, fighting at bars outside, you know, and stuff. So, like, like showing outside of the cage, like, really bad symptoms. As far as, like, Cerrone is more like, like, his chin is just, like, it's compromised. Like, you just have eaten too many shots, you know what I'm saying? And, like, like, one thing I really wanted to say is, like, he's smart enough to give out these casual dicks. I just wanted to play this for you guys, like, real quickly. If you didn't hear his um, interviews, like, leading up to the fights, this is, like, a golden little nugget from it. See, where he said that the first time he ever rolled with this guy, he got tapped in 40 seconds. So when you hear something like that, what do you, how does that even happen? Because Diego, yeah, That's the, the interviewer, sorry, the person asking is pretty much saying, uh, when Diego first met Joshua Fabia, he got tapped in 40 seconds. What do you think about that? I think your um, idea of tapped and my idea of tapped are different. I think Diego got tapped oh, in 40 man. seconds for sure. <laughs> different kind of stroke for different kind of folks, buddy. Like, is, uh, I didn't get that at first. I'm just like, why is he laughing? Like, because he's trying to say that he's like a weak fighter or something. But then, like, over time, I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I understand what he meant. It was a slow burning one. Yeah. You were like in the restroom like three hours later and you were like, oh, shit. I had an epiphany <laughs> all, day. Like, day. <laughs> all day, he's just like, what did that mean? At first, it was all funny. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, you know what? Um, It is what it is, bro. I just, like we said last week, we wish Diego the best. Simon, yeah. And uh, fuck, dude, I felt like we spent more time on that and we're not even talking about how Alex Morona just finished this guy. Like, made it look. You're right. Made it look easy, but then at the same time, just looked sloppy as hell. Like, loopy punches and it just. It's like you, you want to give him credit, but then at the same time, it's like, fuck, he just beat Cowboy. It's like, oh, you know, it hurts your heart a little bit. It's like, sad because they're showing highlights of Donald just out there outclassing people, you yeah. know, like, oh, fuck, yeah, hyping you Dude. up for the fight. And he gets out there, gets knocked out, standing KO'd mm-hmm. by somebody who's throwing crazy-ass looping punches, you know. And, and what sucks is he went from having a really good streak to going on a really bad streak. Like, he went on having, like, those finishes against, like, Alex Hernandez he finished Rick's story with one of the most beautiful combos I've ever seen. And like, and then you go on and then you get knocked out by Connor. You get fucking finished by Pettis. And then you, he's gotten finished by... Oh, wait, no. I was thinking who, he tied someone recently, right? Like Drew with like Nico Price or some shit like that. Was that a while ago? I don't know. My, my gauge of time is so lost, but we can move on to the next uh, fight uh, if you like or if you guys have anything like else to touch on. Who's kind of like treading those waters now is like Tony Ferguson. Like, I feel like he's getting close to that Donald Cerrone like gap or like time frame where like is it getting too much now like like with this last fight would you guys give <coughs> Benio a lot of credit if he were to beat Tony like uh, like in a in a sad um, way I guess in like I guess way we can't really talk on that yet because we'll talk about that at the end because yeah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna touch on it at the end so I don't I don't know I just think I mean I feel like Tony's in a weird place right now Tony sure. is just there at, in an age range I wouldn't say they're in the same decline I wouldn't I wouldn't put him that it's just, I guess his interviews are just so out of pocket, too, you know? But like Tony's always just, been weird, bro. Yeah, that's no, true. That's facts right yeah, there. He's always been different. But. All right, so back to the card. Yeah, let's talk about... Uh, Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal versus... Goff Neal. Neal versus Neal. Go if. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm set out the D- other day. D- DC was like, Neal and Neal. It sounds like a law firm. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, that's such a dad joke. But it had me laughing, you know? <laughs> Did you see that... Um, that like little TikTok during the week. I don't know if it was a TikTok or just a YouTube, like a video on the internet. It was like surfacing around. It was like that dad that's like a post fight interview, like a post fight conference kind of oh, thing. I think I've seen it. And he's yeah, just like giving like dad interviews. He's talking about the baby and stuff. He's like, I gave her a snack before 
before nap time. My fault. Yeah. It's completely my oh, fault. Because they're, they're, they're interviewing him. He's like, oh, what do you think about the three bites at uh, a dinner time? Or no, they asked oh, him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what, what was your thoughts behind uh, dessert before, or snack before dinner? And he was like, you know what? Three bites at dinner. That's on me. You know, I, I, <laughs> it just looked funny. It looked like a coach, like, yeah. you know what? Late it's in the third, back. you know, I just fucked we up. Got, we got lazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, like, <laughs> it was something like that. It was pretty That funny. shit was comedy. But Jeff Neal and Neil Magny, I honestly thought that Jeff Neal was going to go out there and have the bigger shots. You know, I was leaning towards him, but I knew in the back of my head, I was like, Neil Magny has, like, that length that gives Jeff Neal some problems. Like, whenever he's fought people that are a little bit longer and able to, like, get the clinch really good on them and, like, or not even that, just, like, able to, like, stick and move, too which I feel like Neil Magny is a good combination of both. He's had a little bit of trouble with. So, like, for example, he had, I mean, with Holland, he was able to, like, get him down and stuff. But, yeah, I just thought that he was going to be able to, like, land the bigger shots in the fight. But Jeff, Neil Magny is just, it's fucking, I swear I want to say their names backwards. Yeah. But, um, God damn, I'm leaking, like, Neil Magny, Jeff Jeff, Neil, like. (laughs) Jeff Neil looked pretty good, you know, at first. But then Neil Magny, I think, just had this pace and just was doing a lot more. Neil was trying to pick his shots, which is not bad, you know? Which Neil? Uh, Jeff Neil. Okay. okay. Who we call so, him Jeff? Then? Yeah, Jeff. okay, oh, Jeff. Jeff and Magnus. My name's Jeff. Jeff. So, <laughs> so Jeff... Um, you guys did that at the same yeah. time. <laughs> you uh, so Jeff, like, was trying to pick his shots, and, you know, Magni was kind of, like, just doing everything, throwing kicks, throwing punches, throwing... You know, shooting in for shots, you know, just doing a, a lot. Yeah, a lot of activity. Know? And I was just kind of mixing it up and was just kind of confusing uh, Jeff to the point where it was like, man, you know, I don't know what to do. Let me clinch up. And then at times he wasn't listening to his coach or his, his, his corner, you know. They were like, get out of there, get out of there. And he's still right there clinched up with him against the cage. And um, I felt like he kind of got drawn into Magny's fight and Magny just took over and just, you know, even, even when it hit the ground, it seemed like he wasn't, like the most strong or the most like um, dominant on the ground, but it yeah. seemed like you know what this is this is my chance to get my my breath kind of and kind of still get you know some activity in there, some punches yeah. and and then Neil just looked like he was just on the defense all night, just looked like he was on the defense. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he didn't look he didn't look bad. It looked like he he did have Magni hurt with a couple um, left hands, you know, early on, but. I think just Neil just, I mean, uh, Magni. <laughs> I, I think, swear. I think yeah. <laughs> it gets me. Even when you were talking, I was kind of like having to like. I got to say Magni. The, <laughs> yeah. Even the commentary, they were all like, damn, it's hard, you know. Um, but I think I think Magni just, you know, he's just one of those guys that sometimes he just outworks you, even yeah. though he may not look the cleanest or the sharpest. He just does more to. To just wild work. You yeah, he just, he point finded his way to win you know and sometimes that's what you gotta do against it against a dangerous guy like jeff you know jeff has hands to steal mm-hmm. hands <laughs> to steal Neil. that's what they call him you know so do you guys like his call out uh who'd he call out i think he called out chimayev oh yeah i saw chimayev actually tweet at him too it's like chimayev was like don't run fight. motherfucker like this is the next fight we're gonna line up i'd actually really like that fight because since the beginning that chimayev has came into the ufc neil magni was one of the first people to call him out like give me that shot you know he took a big jump with the Kiesa fight and, and like that. But I honestly thought he was going to do so much better against Kiesa. But I like the way he talked about it leading up to this fight. He said, he's like, I knew that I wasn't winning in certain positions, but I was very stubborn and I wanted to keep going back to those positions, you know, to try to get that win. And when I was watching the fight, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, like you're doing so much better in these other areas of the fight, but you want to go back and like, it like prove a point almost, you know, that you could win that, that part too. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I would actually really like that fight, bro. What do you think about that fight? You like his call-out? I no? think it was pretty good, I mean, to see, to see Ch- Chemayev come back. Um, his first fight against, against Magny would be yep. pretty pretty interesting. If you got you stop a guy like Magny or you, you beat a guy like him, maybe you get a little bit more recognition, you know? Like, Magny's been in the game for a minute, in the UFC for a minute, you know? So. And it's a good test, too. It's not the... Biggest draw, but I mean, it's get, it gets your name out there, you know. Yeah. Chamayev is already pretty big name, and he's only been in the UFC not even a year. Like, so. Yeah, um, only had like two fights, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see that. Honestly, that'd be right. that'd be fun. A good so, fight night. Let's skip event. over the Maurice Green one. 
Don't oh, definitely. Which one was the one where? <laughs> I'm glad because I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Which one was the one where Herbie got like pissed? G Herbo D. Yeah. Um, I don't know. G Herbo. I didn't see that. Nah. There was a fight where like two guys kept uh, fouling pretty much. Like one guy with the eye pokes, and then one guy got a super late hit right after the bell. And Herbie was like, "Hey, motherfucker!" Like, oh, I, I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. Fuck. He said, "Motherfucker!" Yeah, he like, said, "Hey, motherfucker!" Like, like I don't know if it was him, late, like, but I don't know if it was him or if it was the other person. Like, because then prelims, after this sounds prelims. It's, it's uh, I think it was main card, honestly. Because there was another clip too where he, like, right before the round started again, he gave him another stern, like talking to like you. Watch the eyes. You're putting your your whole hand on his face, like you know you're poking him. You and you know what? He, let's I feel like it was a Maurice Green versus Delima fight. I kind of want to talk about Phil Hawes because he looked like he was kind of grappling pretty dirty, bro. Yeah. To me, I don't know. Like, maybe that's just his style, but he kept putting his fingers in his, and his, I mean, I know you can cover the mouth and the nose. I know you can do that. But like, he kept putting his fingers in his like eyes, like in his like face. Covering his eyes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Covering his eyes. But you know, at the same time, if you're trying to yeah. fight, you're, you know, you're moving or moving your head around. Kind of jabbing It looked eye. like he's like... Dawkins had a fight with his eyes like this, bro. You know, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't look like he, he's. I mean, it sucks. You're getting smothered and you're getting your ass whipped, but I, it looked a little dirty in there because even afterwards, Kyle looks like more of like the respected uh, fighter, you know. Yeah. And he sure. walked away from like he didn't even wanted like Mark Smith to keep holding his arm like when they were about to make the announcement of the winner, and you can just tell like he wanted to get away. Like he was just like either annoyed that he got smothered and he lost that way. Or maybe he was just pissed, like, man, this guy's a dirty fighter. Like, it, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can call that dirty, but I don't, you don't see a lot of people do do that, you know? And the ones that do, you know, others kind of speak. Like a gray area. I mean, yeah. Because, like, he was getting warned a lot. Like, watch the eyes. Hey, careful the eyes. Stop. Watch the eyes, you know? So, I, I feel like if you have to keep doing that, it's like, you know what? Like, that's not a tactic that you should yeah. kind of use, you know? I, I feel like Doc is, too, though, on top of that. He's a little bit frustrated. He's 2-1 and one in the UFC. And he has his brother who was fucking killing it right Undefeated. now. Like, on a roll. Like, like I thought, I was like, oh, shit. Like, all right, for sure. That shit's funny, huh? I was like, Kyle's going to be the better brother, you know? Usually the younger brother uh, is the better brother. Sometimes the younger brother, like, yeah. In most cases in the fighting game, the younger brother is the... But the old head just coming through, like, all right, let, you know, let me show you some game real quick. And, like, on, Chris, Chris Dawkins is dope, <laughs> dude. I actually really like Chris Dawkins, but I will say that, like, his lineup of, of fighters he's had to face, like uh, Kyle Dawkins, is not that easy because he had to fight Brandon Allen in his first fight, and that's who he lost to. He came back. Kyle. Kyle Dawkins. Kyle. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, wait, did I say Chris? Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, well, Kyle Dawkins. He just had a little bit of a hard lineup. But, yeah, I actually, I think he's a little bit frustrated with that. But Phil Hawes, like, I will say, I know he's saying that he's taking the slow road to chase Israel Adesanya, but no chance. I don't think so, bro. I mean, he's... he's He's making a name for himself. Slow build, you know. Um, a guy like Capping. that. Kenny's capping. Right now. A guy like that, <laughs> a guy like that, you would have to give like fucking seven, eight fights. The way he's fighting, you know, like he looked, he looked in seven, great. eight fights. He said, "Oh yeah, he'd have to win to seven the title." Eight. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, three he, years and shit. <laughs> Go finish somebody. I mean, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, you got two finishes early on, but those are. Those are nobodies, bro. You got somebody who actually gave you a fight and almost knocked you out standing. You were out on your feet, honestly. And you see, I don't know if you've seen this interview after when he was with DC. DC was like, yeah, he had you hurt bad. And he made a face like, <laughs> the fuck? Like, he had cara de, what <laughs> the like, fuck? You know, like, did? yeah, bro. And I was like, bro, don't sit there and act like you didn't almost get knocked out with that that back fist, you know, when, when uh, Kyle missed that sick telegraphed head kick. He came... Came back with that spinning back fist and, and had Haas like, oh, shit. And then just followed up with like eight, ten punches. Boom, 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 boom. And then fucking Haas is like, oh, shit. And then like they that's when they grappled up and they kind of just safely like, oh, shit. You know? And um, from there on, I think maybe Kyle tired himself. Like, fuck, I didn't finish him. Mm-hmm. And then Haas just turned it around. And it was, it was impressive for him to almost get knocked out to go out there and, and get the win. Other than that, that's one thing I did notice yeah. was, the, was the, the dirtiness on the floor the and stuff. Dirtiness. So, yeah. so Gregor Gillespie fought uh, Diego, Carlos oh, Diego yes. Fajeda. We left, even though the, it was out of order. Yeah, we left the fight of the night. Yeah, for last. 
two rounds, but such a high pace, man. Gregor Gillespie has that ability to like really, really push the pace. Yeah, and he what got a comeback. He was I felt like he was losing the first round because every actually every judge too had it scored for Diego Ferreira. Like they had all the first round scored for him. So I was like, yeah, like he's out there, he's dominating, he's putting the more uh, offensive grappling out there, you know. And then on top of that, like he just looked like the more. The, the fresher fighter in a way in that first round because Gillespie was putting a really high pace and I was like, damn, he looks like he's he's actually gassing a little bit, you know? But then he came out in the second hot as fuck, like trying to get that finish and I was just like surprised when he was able to like land big shots and then the way Diego Feira kind of just shelled up, like I didn't expect that from him, you know? Because we seen him go have a war with um, Benio recently too and then he had a good ass fight against Pettis so like maybe I... uh Maybe I overcompensated those wins and, like, maybe just thought, like, his performance has been so good in the past that, like, to see him kind of give up like that in the, the round, but I don't know. Maybe think, that's not giving enough credit to Gillespie. Gregor just broke him, you know? Not only would have come back that night, but would have come back after getting oh, getting slapped. You're right. Nasty by Kevin Lee, you know, like right. a year and a half ago, you know? and um, His first fight back. First fight back, you know, he's just been fishing, I guess. He was scheduled to fight against fucking Brad Riddell. Supposedly and they he's got like taken the best, away. best fisherman in the UFC. I and honestly, all of a sudden everybody <laughs> he was started. A ch- yeah, he started a chain. Dog. Everybody on uh, on UFC started posting uh, pictures on Instagram. I seen Connor post a picture. Yeah, he was like, "Whoa, like, whoa, whoa! Who is this guy right here saying he's the best fisherman?" Like, Connor was like, "I'm fishing." He just tweeted, "I'm fishing." Did you, <laughs> bro? During the week, I, this is so <laughs> out of pocket, random as fuck. But during the week, Connor tweeted the. Funniest shit I've ever seen, honestly. Oh, the Khabib thing? The Khabib thing? Bro, that shit was, was so it, said, funny. What, the part where you said fighting is the easiest? No. Fighting is easy to me? No, he told... He no. said, he said, uh, Khabib, you're a fingers in the booty ass bitch. Oh, that was really him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really okay, him. So I seen the tweet, but that was from his account. That was, like that was from his account. He was like quoting somebody that like that shit was, was talking shit so about him. Fucking like holding funny. Khabib shorts during the fight. And yeah, all yeah. Stuff. Oh my God. And Connor was like... Like, no, I wasn't holding his shorts. I was putting my finger in his eyes. <laughs> Look at him smiling. He like little fingers in the booty ass, bitch. Wow, okay. So it made me think of uh, 22 Jump Street. Got their finger popping each other's assholes. <laughs> I like, I didn't, that's funny. Like, because I didn't actually go on to the tweet. I just yeah. seen when you posted in the group chat. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, maybe it's one of those accounts. Like, that, like accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. But no, okay. Earlier this week, he tweeted like, oh, fighting is easy to me. So everyone's ripping on him. He's like, oh, is winning the hard part? Like, you know? Because, like-, <laughs> like, come on, you don't have an undefeated record. You really can't go out there and talk like right, that. Right, right, right. But that was, that was pretty funny. All right, so the Fajita fight, any last words on Did you want to talk about any? The other prelim fights were, um, I didn't really watch them, I'll be honest with you. No, nah, prelims, honestly, I skipped them. I'm sorry. I do want to tell you about this, though. So during first the time, week, First time in a long time that I just was like. I know, bro. It was like. The card, though, like, come on. A fight gets pulled day of Angela Hill versus Amanda Hebas. That was supposed to be so good. Like, I was really excited for that fight. And it gets pulled from the card. And then I think the Ryan Benoit fight got pulled from the card, too, because of the weight cut. And then I think prior to this, two other fights, well, the TJ Dillashaw, San Diego one, just like, I don't know, like, the whole culmination of everything made me not really want to watch the whole prelims and stuff. And even the names on the prelims are just, like, kind of put me off. So then, like, yeah, I was wanting to tell you, though, Bellator had their event this weekend. Rumble Johnson came back, right? So Rumble Johnson was supposed to face Joel Romero, which was supposed to be dope as fuck, but he ended up having to face Jose Augusto because Joel Romero couldn't get cleared because of, like, an eye injury, right? So he, I don't know what the fuck it was. It was, like, undisclosed. He just couldn't do it. So um, he fights this guy, Jose Augusto. And in the beginning of the fight, they're filling each other out. Jose throws something, and he, like, breaks his hand. Like, just breaks his hand. Like, you hear, you see him hit the top of his head, and then he, like, grabs his wrist. And he throws another shot at Rumble, and he, like, he literally, like, goes, ah, oh, like, like that, and turns away from him. And so Rumble, like, looks confident and shit. Like, Rumble's, like, like, for some reason going for the finish, but, like, eagerly going for the finish. Not just, like, not like, all right, cool, I'm measuring you out. Like, I know you're not, like injured injured days you're more like just injured you know from your hand and stuff and he's throwing big shots jose augusto lands a big left the hand that's not broken lands a big shot <laughs> knocks rumble down to the floor 
and follows up with another big shot. Rumble's literally on the floor, like, curled up. I I promise you, I, I wouldn't have been mad if the ref called it right there. Like, But the ref gave him a little bit more time. And he was actually able to, like, recompose himself and hold guard and, like, get back to it, right? And then he got on his feet the second round. Maybe within a minute or something like that, he comes out, lands one of the biggest right hands I've seen in a long time. Like, he fucking just comes up, rocks his foo, and drops Jose Augusto and just finishes the fight. After the fight, they're interviewing him and stuff, and they're like, did you, um, how do you feel, like, getting rocked and stuff? And he's like, I got hit? Like, what? And then, like, he looks at the video, and he's like, oh, shit. He's like, and his whole demeanor changes. Like, his demeanor changed completely, and he just went from being, like, super happy, you know, like, I got this win, you know, and then he was just like, damn, like, he he really rocked me like that? Like, fuck, I've never been rocked like that. Like, he's like, I'm embarrassed. Like, this is, like, my worst performance ever. You know what I'm saying? And I it was just like, he's like, I can't believe this happened. He's like, I, he's like, I literally don't even remember that shit. And so it made me think about the the fight that we were talking about earlier, or Huss, how he was saying that he wasn't injured, like, he didn't feel that. Like, yeah, I don't know. That shit was just funny. And then Pettis went out there. Little Sergio Pettis went out there and got that big win against um, Juan Archuleta. It, it young, was young pretty Pettis. impressive. Honestly, three, right? three yeah. what, four no, no and weight now. Oh, four yeah. no four in no. Bellator and is the champ now. That's yeah, pretty damn, pretty pretty damn cool if you're Pettis, you know. Cause and I give him so much credit because I was actually like, let me watch the fight. I'm at work. I'm like, fuck. I want to just kill some time. You know, be bored. Actually, watch some shit. And I was able to like have a little gap in between where I didn't have any anything, so I was just chilling right there watching the fight, able to actually focus. And I seen Sergio Pettis like, bro, he was so good. Like, for being a fighter that didn't really impress me in his stint in the UFC to going on to now, like, like seeming a lot more composed. And then he was able to like really, really counterattack Juan Archuleta really, really good. Cause Juan Archuleta is a guy that goes out there and like throws a shitload. Like he's the TJ Dillashaw partner, so he has like a little. He's very diverse, but he just, like, it's high pace, Like, ba ba ba, you know, like, real quick. And uh, Pettis was super calm, super composed, cut off the ring super well, and just landed, like, the bigger shots. Put him on his ass a couple times, too. And, like, his takedown defense was solid. He got taken down a couple times, but got up really quickly. And, like, I was impressed that he got that win, honestly. I was like, oh, that's what's up. Other than this, though, um, PFL also happened. And I was going to ask you what? about the tap. What is that? The Verdum. I know Wait, you know, but what's we got to get Kenny onto game. He tell, said EFL? Tell my man PFL is going to be the next In- English thing. football league? <laughs> we, is that what we're talking uh, about now? We're talking about Man City versus Chelsea. <sighs> Happened yesterday. I think Chelsea beat Man City 2-1. <laughs> That's the future future final right there. It is the future uh, final for the Champions League. Oh, yeah, it is, huh? It really yeah, is. Yeah. Miss. Wow. Do you guys hear Aguero's miss? The chip? Yeah, he had a PK, and he tried to, like, chip it down the middle, but he did it so slow, the goalie had enough time to, like, recover and just, like, grab the ball pretty much. He had a time to do a somersault and fucking roll. That's why they kept folding in for him. <laughs> and then they ended up coming back and winning, Chelsea. Wait, Chelsea? Oh, yeah, yeah, Chelsea. They were up 1-0, and then Chelsea went 1. What a fucking... I bet you anything if they gave that to Mares or if they gave that to Jesus. Back of the net. Yeah. Back of the All right, net. but real quick, though, real quick, real quick. I did want to ask you, did you think that was a tap? Cause I sent the video oh, in the group right. chat. Okay, the tap. To, that's the only thing I want to know. Is like back to this PFL thing. Right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> this, is, this isn't a sham. This is a real thing. It's on ESPN. It has some, you know, some credibility to it. Give it a year or two. You want to win a million dollars? Yeah. So the way like PFL the is, if you don't know about it, like, come on, let's give people a little bit of background. So PFL is pretty much just like a league that's tournament style, and then it's you win a million dollars. And you can throw elbow strikes, which is, like, the shitty thing. But your fights are pretty close to each other. You already know when you're going to fight next. <clears throat> and, yeah, you get points. So it's a regular season, and then it's the playoffs. And then you go on to that or whatever. So Verdum was supposed to fight. Uh, I don't know who he's supposed to fight. I actually think this is a scheduled guy. But he went out there and was, like, doing pretty well. He ended up, like, pulling guard and getting the triangle. But it, during that process... He's getting fucking ground and pounded the whole time, like getting big shots landed on. And he pulls a triangle, and I didn't see this in live time, like, because I thought, oh shit, he just got finished. But he just, like, he was able to actually, like, get the, the triangle, and the guy tapped on his shoulder, it looked like. And then when you, like, see it back, I'm like, oh shit, like, he tapped. And then right after that is when he got finished. So 
Verdum's explanation of it was, oh, he fucking hit me. So I, you know, like once he tapped, I kind of just like stopped and I kind of like let go of the choke and he kept hitting me and stuff and he just like put me to sleep, you know? So like, what can I say? I'm mad about that shit. And and the PFL, <laughs> bro, they didn't even interview the other guy. They only interviewed Verdum, you know? <laughs> so what'd you think? Because I feel like now he can actually argue it. Like I, I feel like he can go and be like, it, nah, bro. Watching it back on the highlight, because I didn't watch it live. Watching back the highlight, I was like, okay, it did look like he tapped. But it's like, you know what, bro? You should know you're a UFC veteran. You should know the ref is the one who stops the fight, bro. Why are yeah. you going to all of a sudden play Mr. Guy, nice Guy when yeah. we all know Mr. Mr. Verdum is not the nicest fucking guy out there. So, um, Oh, yeah, I heard about stories about his training room wars. Yeah, training room, grappling, even in fights, bro. He wouldn't let go of submissions. Even when I feel like even then, he didn't really like, let go right away. He still kind of held it after he tapped. That's why well, that's he, why, know, yeah, he's he probably knows like, Fuck. the ref is the one that stops the fight, not him. So for him to come get that, say that is because he did, he wants to appeal. That's valid, you know, and wants to appeal the decision and wants to win that million dollars. That's valid. That's a valid argument. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's valid argument. I can't. I'm not even mad at. It. I'm not gonna play it. I on mean, that one. the PFL is weird. I know, it's hard for me to be on Verdun's side when he was the one that was taking steroids, right? On the, when he was in UFC. Yeah, I think so. Fuck him. Yeah. Let's talk, about, <laughs> let's talk about some real fighting. All right. Our, our boy, Canelo. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I forgot you know about saying? that. I thought we were talking about it. You know what I'm All right, so we got uh, Canelo Alvarez fighting uh, Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Joe? And uh, Billy Joe Gypsy Saunders King. is one of Another the... Gypsy King. Is one of the... Probably one of the best uh, 168 fighters, you know, in that. In I believe that. he was uh, 30, you know, before this. 30, you know, you know, and he, he's pretty damn good, you know, and... Uh, he just wasn't good enough, bro. bro I feel boy. like what's, what's crazy is maybe because <laughs> I, I see it as more of like from a casual standpoint of boxing. Like oh, it yeah, feels we're like for sure casual like, boxers. Like whenever Canelo fights, it feels like almost like he's way better than these guys. But then like you hear their stories of like that they're in the field, like he said, or that they're also really good fighters. But as soon as they step in with Canelo, like they just look like very subpar. Like. But I feel Canelo like Billy Joe just, had his rounds. Like, he had he, good he some had rounds, moments. you know? Yeah, yeah. He had moments. Yeah, like, he didn't yeah. eat up the whole round, but, like, he did have rounds where he really shined. Like, he did more... He had more activity in some rounds where, like, his movement looked really well, you know? Because, like, the, the moments where he did shine was when he was able to, like, stick and move and get around the cage. But a lot of times, Canelo did a really good job of, like, closing the cage and, like, setting him up for big shots that kind of made Billy Joe, like, stop that movement, you know, and, like, was able to just, like, kind of reduce that. And so when he got to the point where he got that big shot and fucking ended up, I think he said he, he broke, like, three things in his eye socket or something like that. He broke his it was, like, three sep- well, it was, like, three separate bones because you can break, like, for example, uh, Dominic Reyes last week against Yuri, he had three fucking separate breaks. He broke his nose, he broke an uh, orbital in the inside, and then he broke the outside orbital, too. So it was like three breaks, and he essentially had like the whole outside socket. Yeah, he, Canelo said he went to his corner and was like, "He's not gonna come out." Like Canelo crushed his eye, bro. Literally that uppercut. He was trying to let. Uh, he was trying to let uh, that uppercut all night, and it, it landed yeah. a couple times. But this one, yeah, yeah, like, right, right. Billy was was uh, ducking his head too much, and once once Canelo like had his read, and he was like, "You know what? The next time he ducks his head, I'm just quick uppercut." And yeah. he, Caught him, boom, and it was towards the end of the round too. Mm-hmm. Boom, got him in his eye, and then afterwards, like even uh, Billy Joe was like, "Oh, he nodded, like you got me," you know. And then he went back to the the corner, and after that, because I was <clears throat> live streaming, you know, I was streaming it. Um, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um, I heard they're really coming down on streamers now. Yeah. Not just like people watch, not just people streaming it, but people are, like watching the stream. A lot of streams crashed on me. Like as soon as it started, like it crashed. Like I was like, "What the fuck? Why my phone just well, crashed?" And everything cra- crashed. It crashed on me in the eighth round, and I'm like, "Fuck, uh, I'm gonna miss it." And then I, I kept trying and trying and trying, and then by the time I got the link to work again, um, the, the fight one was over. We paid for. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I heard Triller's, uh, like, suing some people that streamed the Jake Paul fight. Oh, for, yeah, I heard about that, too, actually. Because they oh, took, like, it's, it's like over a million dollars yeah, fake ass revenue. Because it's, like, not even the people that are actually streaming it Big to other people. Fights. It's, like, the ones that are watching and getting in That's trouble. That's bullshit. Which I think is pretty dumb, too. That's bullshit. How are you not going to go for the company? Like, how are you going to go for me for watching it? Like, I'm just going for content. Like, the available. homie shot me the link, dick. I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Uh, oh shit! Fuck. Okay. Well, 
Canelo. I can't. I can't. I don't know what else to say. Canelo's just that guy. He's looking really good right now. He wants to like get another belt. He wants to get that last one sixty eight belt. So I guess I could ask you this. Do you think Prime Canelo will be Prime Mayweather? Or you think he has I mean, a long way to go still have, before he gets knowledge. to Prime Canelo? I don't have much knowledge based on like boxing because I didn't watch Mayweather back then. I, I saw a little I more of like yeah, Canelo. Yeah. He's like more of like our time. But I think uh, like maybe it's just bias, but I think Canelo could probably beat like Mayweather because they're both really good defensively. So they're both going to be hard to hit. And I just feel like Canelo has that power edge. If I think anything. Canelo's yeah, just too big to ever edge. even like he's at his prime now because he's at his yeah. his prime class, like the class that the weight class. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Um, fighting down that low. What was it? 156 to fight uh, Mayweather? I think Mayweather fights around 50 or 40. He fought him pretty low. Oh, was it one fifty? I don't yeah. know. I don't remember the weight class, They're but I know small. that he was really small because he and just he looked young. visibly small, and he was twenty one. Twenty one years old. Bro. Like he caught him at so a good time. So he was able. Like his body wasn't even at full peak yet. Like so, I was saying this the other day. I was saying, I feel like um, that says a lot about Canelo though, because like Mayweather is a guy that likes to fight people at the right time, right? Like at the right moments and stuff. Even with like. Pacquiao and shit like that like he's just a guy that knows like these people are gonna make my resume look so fucking good but I'm gonna fight them at the point where it makes me look good so I think that says a lot about Canelo that what Mayweather thought about him you know like like this guy is 21 but he's gonna become a legend you know like or someone that's like really fucking good in the game that I'm gonna let him get this money shot and get this like opportunity against me and honestly after that that's when I started to give Canelo more looks like I, I was like oh shit Canelo's like this Mexican boxer that's, like, really good, and then he went on a fucking streak afterwards, you know, like, doing really good. I Honestly, well, he hasn't lost a fight since then, I think. I'm trying, yeah, I really, I've seen this post I think he has that, uh, two, like, no no contests or two draws, maybe. Because of the Mexican beef stuff? You ever heard that, Sarah? He had, like, no. he got caught up for PEDs at one point, but it's because he said he, uh, he ate some Mexican beef, like, some, <laughs> some steaks that they gave him, you know, like, beef, it had that, that shit in it. They put a whole pill of steroids in there. That's why during the, like, face-offs, Billy Joe was like, you like that Mexican beef, eh? Yeah, he's like, you like that Mexican beef? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Canelo's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I've seen this uh, post that said, uh, kind of going down the Mexican fighters list of boxers. Yeah. And it ends in the, like, you know, my grandpa told me about, uh, yeah, and then like my dad, Oscar de la Hoya, and he's like, but I'll tell my kids about like the greatest fighter of all time, and then had like Canelo. Like, do you guys think he's the best Mexican fighter to come out of like Mexico? I don't know. I haven't really. I'm not delved into. Well, I'm glad he so came. Much. I'm glad he's Mexican. He came out of Mexico and not like Canada or like. Yeah, fuck Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he's actually Mexican. Yeah. No, nah, I'm just playing Alexis, but um, Canada's cool. No, nah, yeah, I think. He's Mexico. He's Mexico's best uh, boxer. Boxer, yeah. At least right now, yeah. for sure, for sure. For pa- pound for like, pound. Wait, I, th- I think he's better than Deloya, but I didn't see a lot of Deloya today. Yeah, I didn't really see too much Deloya. I just seen him against Mayweather, and he didn't really do too good against Mayweather. But not a lot of people do good against Mayweather, so I'll give him credit. But now that we're on this topic of Mayweather, we might as well talk about what happened during the week. I got your hat. I got your hat. I got your hat. Is that he's trying to like not capitalize, but trying to make it like bigger than it was. Like, like he's making merch. He's making like all this shit. Oh, oh Jake Paul is yeah. smart. Jake Paul making yeah, merch. That's what I hate. Though, like he's he made, making like merch. He's like oh, really he blowing up the whole moment, like to get like the fame off of. He's it. smart right. for that reason. Though, that's what you gotta do, though. He knows people are stupid and he'll just buy anything. It's God, literally just a blank shirt that our says "Got your hat," smart. like "Got milk" kind of thing. <laughs> not, but and I think he got a tattoo. I seen a fucking picture of a. It was this meme of, of uh, G. Herbo Dean, and he had a hat in his hand. And you know how, like, when he sprints to fighters to catch him, he's like, I got your hat, G. That <laughs> shit made me laugh, yeah. bro. But honestly, Mayweather got so fucking mad after so that. So upset. It wasn't the fact that he snatched his hat, but I think it was because he was being such a, like, child about yeah. it. Like, ah, I got your hat, I got your hat. <laughs> and I think he even, like, got a couple punches in. No, I think his bodyguards were the ones that fucked him up, like. Like, they got the actual hits in? Oh, shit. Well, yeah. either way, he's like, I got your hat. He's all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Can I show you this? Well, hold on. I have to play this for you guys because Jake Paul this is a good soundbite. Like I it, said, he's smart for that reason. He's capitalizing on on the money that's 
And he kind of brought attention to a fight that I feel like almost no one cared about anymore. Like the Mayweather versus Logan. Like yeah, for sure. I feel like the brothers are trying to one up each other without really like making it a competition. You know, like right now I think Jake they're both Paul, getting a lot of money from like this whole boxing stuff. I think Jake Paul right now is probably the more famous or the most talked about right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like Logan was talked about a lot. Remember when he did yeah. that fucking video with that person hanging in the woods? That was a bad look. And then after, since then, I feel like he was just like, all right, I'm. Post up, set up back. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna chill out. But he does have like his podcast where he, yeah, has, he has like a lot of controversial thing. people. He never, he like, just like kind of laid low for a bit and then just started it back up again, like nothing happened. Yeah, and he did like get most of the credit, but now I guess Jake Paul is so in our eyes, and we're in the MMA community that we like see him even. <laughs> I don't like because I didn't see him during the week. You know, what I don't like I don't about know. Jake Paul is that he talks shits about like MMA fighters, but then doesn't want to get an MMA ring and like yeah. makes sad a deal about. Like at least yeah. challenge other boxers if you want to do boxing, you know. Like, can I pl- can I play this for you guys though? I because it made me laugh. It made me think. Like, did you think he was crying after he got hit? Because this sounded like, this sounded just, like it. Like, I got your hat. I got your hat. I think he was for sure in pain. Oh shit! That he shit got was punched funny. in his eye. I think. Um, got a sty in his eye. Yeah, honestly, um, this it was really good. Honestly, one more thing, one more thing, real quick before we leave on Bellator, because I before we leave, Wait. we've been gone on Bellator. But let's go back to Bellator real quick to talk about that nose break, because I want to talk about Michael Venom Page getting that little kick, breaking this motherfucker's nose. Dang his oh nose. my god! Man. Looked like there was a missing piece from his nose that his someone just no- took out. Oh. It looked like his nose just disappeared into his his face his skull, like it's just gone. It just like oh, yeah, it out. was just like the skin. It was just see the, the outline, the cartilage, and just was right there. That's all that was left. It's like a little. Has map he ever like nose. had any talks about coming over to UFC, or does he just want to stay in like Bellator? Because it seems like he's he'd been there forever, and like he seems pretty good there. But like he doesn't want to take the step up in competition. Or do you think he would? Yeah. What, what um, class is he? So he's at one seventy, but he lost to Douglas Lima, who was like his biggest test. A lot of people talk shit about on him because he doesn't really fight like the big fighters. He fights just like people that are outside the rankings and stuff. But at the same time, Bellator never really had rankings. You know, they just had like big names. They barely made their rankings this year, they're and so yeah, they they they're getting their shit together though. They're getting their shit together. They got a Showtime, so they you know a little bit better. They saying that they have the best roster they have. You know what I'm saying? Who better. wants to pay for Bellator? Is all I'm saying. I mean, this is why we stream. <laughs> Allegedly, but yeah, that was a nasty head kick, bro. It was it was it was clean. Um, the guy like maybe he will go out there and take Douglas Lima serious and not dance around and get slapped again, get knocked the fuck out again. Yeah. All right, next week. The holy, baby. The holy girl. Ah she. Ah she. All right. So UFC two sixty two, headlined by Michael Chandler versus Charles Oliveira. Co-main event is. Dariush and Tony Ferguson. Okay, because yeah, I was like, wasn't it? It was Edwards and um, Nate, Leon Edwards. Yeah, Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz before, but it got canceled, postponed to a later event. So let's go over this card really quickly. So first, we'll kick it off with the main event, of course. Charles Oliveira versus uh, Michael Chandler. Can you give me your breakdown of this, or who do you think is going to win? Um, I, you know, I've been kind of tiptoeing around this, trying to talk Tip- Going in my I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to have to bring my decision so so early, even though it's next week. Um, oh, can we do? Uh, let's let's do this thing too. I want to start off this uh, new picks thing. You know what I'm saying? So we'll do picks, picks and tricks, picks, and <laughs> we'll do a champion of picks. Okay. We'll get a belt for this shit pretty soon, but I'm gonna get a belt for this shit pretty soon. But we'll do a pick. So you have to do your picks main for the card main only. card, main, main card, card only. only. Yeah. yeah, main card only, and. We'll just do for whoever wins, right? Do you want to do? I don't because like getting specific, like how they're gonna win and shit like that. Is if it's like too a tie. much. Well, okay, say if we win, like that point, like count. If tie. we choose Draw. the same fighter to win, obviously we would have to differ by the way. No, I meant like uh, we just get a point for it, right? Yeah, like if we if we accumulate the same amount of points, how do we decide a winner? I mean, I we just draw. Draw for the week. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll do a fu- a Rochambeau for the finale. If it's a tie. Um. Okay, you know what? My early, my early lean is Chandler. Chandler, 
knockout probably. Maybe decision. But right now, knockout seems like the most. Which like reaching out to me. KO or TKO? The, the universe is, is saying, <laughs> yeah, it's telling me knockout because we've seen uh, Charles Oliveira quit. Yes, he's, sir. He's yes, been sir. hitting there and just. Oh, I'm done. He's had bad moments, man. He's and had I, bad I moments. I think Chandler has the power to make him like, oh fuck, I don't want to fight anymore. Yeah. But maybe you know Charles took that leap where you know what I'm training harder now, or maybe I'm that's that's when I was a youngster. I don't know, but right now that's what that's what speaks out to me is, is Chandler by knockout. Even though I want Oliveira to win, mm-hmm. um, I think I think Chandler is going to be the one to hold the belt right now, and then uh, my boy Poirier to go out there, <laughs> give him the fist cuffs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I have to agree with you, honestly. I have Michael Chandler winning. I think he's going to be able to like put the pace on Charles. And I think he'll be able to also hold off his, like, submission attempts and anything that he has to do with on the ground. And the ability to, like, land the bigger shots in the fight. And he'll probably get the finish. If I have Chandler winning, I think it's by finish. I could see him getting a decision. But I could see Charles winning some rounds. Like, if he wins a decision, Charles is going to get, like, two rounds. Because I think it'll be hard for him to get all, like, five rounds dominantly, like, against Charles. Like... I just don't. I just don't see that, you know, like because Charles looked like he's just at a point in his career where he just can give anybody a good fight, you know, like I no mean, matter he what. He went out there and whooped on uh, Kevin Lee, Tony Ferg, uh, Tony Ferg, no Dominantly. So that's why I, why I want to choose Oliveira, but my early my early pick. If I have to lock it in right now and I can't change it, Chandler by knockout. All right. Agree, Alexis. I want your so, choice too. Since bro. we're agreeing on that and we're doing this no point system, mm-hmm. you want to choose a round? You could do like your differing. Oh, you guys okay. Both said KO. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. You want to go first or me? Second round. Uh, I'll go. Th- third round. Third round. Right. I think he. Yeah, third round. I think I got Chandler by I decision. I like that second round choice. So. I'll go with Chandler by decision since I have Chandler too anyway. Chandler decision. Yeah, but I was kind of thinking decision, too, just because I feel like he'll play it safe against Charles mm-hmm. and not want to fall into, like, any traps that he tries to set. Okay, okay. All right, so co-main event. Tony Ferguson versus Benil Darius. I think we might all agree on this one as well. Um, but I'll let you kick it off, bro. <laughs> That's funny that you think we're all going to agree that you want me to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's see. Let's I'm see. not setting you up. Okay, let's see if we all agree. Because what I'm going to choose, let's see. Yeah, I'm like. I'm going with Darius. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm going with Darius. Okay, uh, I want yeah. Tony to win, but I think I got Darius. Yeah, it's, I was like, I have a feeling we all think like, like Tony's not there to be a champion no more and like at this higher level. You I know think what I'm Tony's like on the decline a little bit. <clears throat> he might not be on the decline of of uh, Donald. Yeah, but yeah. I think he is on a certain decline, and mm-hmm. I think Darius is kind of on the incline right now. Even though they're kind of yeah. both at the same probably age range. Think maybe Darius might be a little older, but um, Darius, <clears throat> there's something about him that I think can get it done. Like I think he can rock I like Tony. That. I don't think he can knock Tony out, but I think he can rock him and then maybe get him in a choke or maybe just beat him by decision. Just, yes. just hurting Tony more because Tony's not is there to get hit. Yeah. So I think he's gonna hurt him more, and maybe. You know, if if Tony wins, it's by some yeah, I got submission crazy, yeah, shit. by some but crazy I, submission. But I could even see him landing a crazy fucking spinning elbow or just some crazy shit. Yeah, you know, uh, when Daryush is not expecting. I seen it. a clip uh, like this morning of they were replaying the I forgot what pay per view was where they had the Gagey Tony one. Yeah. They had highlights from the whole pay per view and for the Tony fight, they had him doing like a leg sweep where he got Justin Gagey clean as fuck, like like a karate leg sweep pretty much, just clean clean like, him, him off the ground. <laughs> Yeah, he throws the fake sand in his face. He can just do weird shit like that, brother. (laughs) Throwing his sand in his face is always a funny move from Tony. But I could definitely see him going out there and just, like, keeping it funky, you know? And, like, if he was to win, just, like, getting something crazy. And I I would love that, you know? Like, I do want Benio to win because, like, he seems at a point where he can make the division a little bit interesting. At least give a couple interesting fights, you know? But... At the same time, I want Tony to win, you know, for that like nostalgic feeling, like, oh yeah, you're not gone, you know. I want to have him, want him to have a good performance, because that's what I wanted him to do against Charles, and I didn't see it, you know. But yeah, what do you guys think about that? 
What what round do you have actually? I think um, I got decision for that too, since it's the shorter three rounds. Oh yeah, it is three. Yeah. I think I got Dariush by um by decision. Dariush decision. I might have to agree. I don't think he's gonna get to finish on Tony. Tony. So we were talking about it the other day. I was like, his durability is like, like it's. I guess it's like kind of gone, but at the same time, not really, because he was eating fucking big ass shots against Gaethje. Like he just didn't get eating put to sleep. He and got, he just like yeah. Just was, the ref was like, no, <laughs> he's not fighting back. Anymore, so that's why yeah. The head shake and shit. Like it was just like not okay. But yeah. Um. So after that, Edmund Shabazian before he that comeback. Before, actually, yep. Before is uh, Edmund Shabazzian versus Jack Hermanson. That should be a pretty good fight. It's in the middleweight division. Um, I'll give my decision on this one first. Um, this is a hard one for me because I feel like Jack Hermanson has like that uh, grappling ability that's really good. But I, I'm going to go with Edmund Shabazzian. I think he's going to be able to get that comeback. I'm going to give him a second-round finish. Second round finished by like a strike or something like that. What about you, bro? I, I got a I got Edmund by a decision. Decision, but right. I oh. I think he's gonna whoop on, whoop on him all night. Okay. Yeah. I'll go with Hermanson just to be the the odd one out. <laughs> now just play devil's advocate. What are you gonna choose? I got, I got Hermanson KO. Hermanson KO. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. All right. So then, before that, before that is a. Viviana Araujo versus uh, Caitlin Shkagian. I'm going to go with Araujo. Araujo, finish in the second round. I think I drew Kagan decision. I, I'm not mad at that. Because she can some, like get that grappling ability. What, what do you think she's going to be able to like hold her off? I think like? she's just going to outwork her. Mm. I like that. Because she's such an active fighter, too. Like I can see her maybe even breaking Viviani. Viviani, Viviani. Oh, shit. But... For the most part, I think just a safe decision. I like that. I yeah, like that. That's I'm a good I'm not familiar with the uh, other fighters, the other so I'll girl? go with Shakagian. Okay. Third round knockout. All right, so this is the one where we really differ, at, honestly. All right, so then we'll go with uh, Shane Burgos versus Edson Barboza to kick off the card, which is a still fucking there? banger. I, I, I don't know why I thought he got released. Nah, he, he got a – he was asking for, like, a better contract. He, he was like, give oh. me a better he contract. He said Edson Barboza versus who? Shane Burgos. Banger. Banger. Oh, man. Banger, banger. I think... I think I got Burgos. Burgos by... Second round knockout. Maybe... Maybe third. Yeah, I want to say first. I got second. Barbosa. I'll, be, I'll say second. I want to say Barbosa just because I like Barbosa. But I feel like whichever way, it's going to be a first round knockout. But For I got real? Barbosa first round KO. I'm going to go with... Barbosa decision. Uh, I like Barbosa for the decision because his last fights at 145, like, he looks really close. good. I mean, you know? against Daniga, you can yeah. say that. I thought he won. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to give him credit. I thought he won. And, like, I think he's, Shane Burgos is really good. He just gets hit a lot. Like, he doesn't, like, he doesn't move enough for me, you know, like on the defensive side. Like, his striking is so good. So maybe he can break Barbosa down, you know, and, like, break him down and then fucking just, like, like, get the finish on him. But at the same time, like, I, I'm not so confident that, that he's not going to eat the big leg shots, you know, or big body shots and shit like that. So I think he can he can give him a little bit of trouble, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Barbosa. I'm locking that one in right there. With a decision? With a decision, yes. So some other card, like, fighters that are on the card. Uh, Ronaldo Jacare Sells is going to fight Andre Muniz. That should be a cool fight. Sells is always good to watch. Matt Schnell is going to fight. Rogerio Bontarin. This is for the bantamweight division. National always puts on a good fight, honestly. And Bontarin is like kind of coming up. Like he's been in the UFC for a little bit now, but he's a good fighter too. Lando Funky Funky Lando Venata is gonna come back. I really like him. He's gonna fight Mike Grundy. I'm not too familiar with Mike Grundy, but Lando Venata is always a good fight to watch. He's always be a good scrap. I know Mike Grundy's yeah. an English English guy. He's a, should be a scrapper. If you haven't seen Lando Venata versus Tony Ferguson, go watch that shit. That's a banger. I think they just made that a few fight. Yeah. On UFC's channel. I feel like he's been there. Though. Well, you know, maybe, maybe. Because I've just seen it on there recently. You know what? Yeah, they just posted that this week. Because I, I had watched it a lot of times in the past, like on Fight Pass and stuff. Andrea Lee fights Antonina Shevchenko. That should be pretty interesting. See how that goes. And then on the card, it's uh, Jordan Wright versus Jamie Pickett. Two guys from the Contender Series. 
Gina Mazzani with apparently no opponent. Or she's just 9-3 and no, it just doesn't have a name. That's what happens when you go on Google. Yep. And then Tucker Lutz versus Kevin, Kevin Aguilar. But, yeah, that's pretty much uh, about a wrap for the week. I really don't know what else, man. We'll see who becomes a champion, the inaugural champion of the picks portion of this show. Yeah, next week, honestly. We'll see what's up, but Stay thank tuned. you guys. <laughs> yeah, um, go follow me on Instagram. I'm osgeo, O-S-S under dash geo. Alexis is scotty 2 Hotty 47 and then I'm Kenny. at uh, Mr. Kenny with two eyes. And if you're not, if you're not already, go on Instagram. Go follow us if you have TikTok, if you have Spotify, Twitter. Apple, YouTube. We're going to make a Twitter for this shit soon. I'm going to get a logo going too for smoking from the sidelines. So, yeah, check us out if you guys like us. Go on YouTube. For, if you could leave a like or share this with a friend that likes MMA and stuff, we really appreciate that shit. So, yeah. Yeah, thank you guys.